Hey there, my name is Linda Monaghan and it is my mission to help you grow your business, improve your life and find your calm, whatever that may be. Welcome to the Corporate to Calm podcast, where you learn from their experience. Hey there, you are very welcome to today's episode of Corporate to Calm. I am speaking to Amy Herbert from The Little Wax Company. Oh my God, this woman has five children and a business that is just growing from strength to strength. After years of being a stay-at-home mom, Amy just decided, I want to do something for me. I want to own a business. And she did. And it is The Little Wax Company. I hope you enjoy Amy Herbert's journey from corporate to camp. Hi, Amy. How are you? Not too bad, Linda. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much for taking the time uh, to come on the Corporate to Camp podcast. I really appreciate it. And thank you. I really appreciate it as well. I'm delighted to be here. Good, good. So introduce yourself. Tell me a little bit about you and your career so far and how you've um, developed the Little Wax Company. Okay, so my name is Amy Herbert and I am the founder of The Little Wax Company. Uh, We are three years old. How the business idea started was I was a stay-at-home mom. I was in the corporate world. Yeah. Um, had my third child um, and gave up work. And then um, after having, we had uh, twins, our babies number four and five. And after, when they were starting preschool, I wanted to go back out to work. Myself and my husband looked at the dynamic of that and thought, how that was even possible mm-hmm. then I thought maybe um you know I could start something from home and work around the kids didn't know what that could be okay um, and then I suppose like most women I always had a love for home decor and home fragrances Um, so many phenomenal Irish brands but there was a product in particular the wax melt that I was really interested in but they, they didn't really sell here in Ireland you couldn't really get them so I'd get them in from other yeah. countries yeah. And then myself, my, my eldest daughter was 15 at the time. So myself and herself, we ordered um, products online to make our own. So we'd done that and I loved making them and I loved them. And then I think it was about six, seven months after that, then I kind of turned to my husband and I said, I think I could make a small little online business out of this. Um, so he helped me set up uh, an Instagram account and he helped me set up a website and it, it went from there selling wax melts and then obviously everything self-taught so then candles and re-diffusers and room sprays and it, it grew now it's you know the reality is it grew very slowly at the time yeah yeah I I didn't in any way shape or form think that so we had this little office shed out the back talk around I'll pick and pack my orders out there when the kids are in school and that's kind of how it started, started slowly. And then just about about seven, eight months in from that, I suppose there was just, there was a moment. And I, I spoke about this at the, at the first, I did the first uh, local enterprise event that I'd done. I remember the day, I remember what happened. I was on holidays with my husband. We were at a fa- uh, friend's wedding in Portugal. And just before I left, um, I had sent PR packs as such. So my, my, I suppose my, my technique at the time was that I was going to use Instagram. I was already connecting with like-minded mothers like myself and people mm-hmm. I really enjoyed watching and home decor accounts. And I sent out these packs and we went off at that wedding and packs landed and my, 
Instagram just kept going, you know, from strength to strength. And then if anyone knows Shopify, you know, it didn't stop all weekend. I had to come home to all these orders and get everything made. Amazing. From there on in, the business didn't stop. Went into Christmas, really busy. Then COVID hit in that March. And sure, yeah. as you can imagine now, we were in the house. Everything was in the house. Every room was taken over. It was mental. Then the first, I think it was June, the first kind of lockdown got lifted and we were able to very luckily grab like um, a studio and we moved in okay. there and we employed six people straight away. Amazing. Oh, my gosh. We were out the door. We were out the door. We had thousands of orders on back order. That's mad. We knew as soon as we moved in there, we'd outgrow it straight away. And it just grew and grew and grew. And then, um, yeah, we looked for a bigger space. And, you know, the best moment that we've had in this business is we've rented a massive we warehouse and then we built our own workshop inside it so we have a workshop and a warehouse beside each other amazing yeah with the business hasn't stopped so yeah it was all online um yeah so the business hasn't stopped now god november came shops opened back up and of course we lived in a bubble of how amazing is this oh my god how are we ever going to keep up to things being a little bit more realistic i suppose dealing with that this year has been probably the biggest lesson that i've learned in the business so far like we've we've had to work um very hard and then obviously making the decision to go into retail um as well. And what um what was your corporate position previously? So I was in a company called the Carphone Warehouse and I dealt okay. with all the accounts. Yeah, so I dealt with the, the mobile billing side uh, for our, our corporate accounts um and our government body accounts. So that's what I was doing at the time. Um when I yeah I gave up so myself and my husband like most people we were both chasing a career yeah we wanted a third child yeah so someone had to take the step back and in order to take the step back for someone to rear the family then and then support my husband in him growing his career so and then ironically enough you know Mark my husband he was 30 years in his career but the business grew so quick so fast that I needed him so Mark left his position about a year and a half ago now Amazing. he's a massive part of our business now so he like I got all his skill set his marketing his, he's a he was a buyer so I, I got all I got all the best parts of that for my business as well so it's very much a family run business it's and how do you find working with your husband believe it or not we work together in the last job so okay. a lot of my friends will ask that and they'll go hey, what's it like we work together previously so we don't know anything other than okay yeah. yeah look it has its challenges um yeah. Yeah. you know there's never but we both have our area different sides of the business that I suppose we're best placed at we know our place we yeah know. yeah and as you you just mentioned the word skill set so you, you play up to your your strongest um set, set of skills Exactly. I'd be very creative. I'd be quite creative. Um, yeah. And my husband is very logical. You know, he has the background in the marketing. So it, it just worked. The two together just seems to work. Um, I love that. Managing the family. We five kids, obviously. So just trying to find that balance where um, we try and manage the kids between us then as well. Yeah, that's yeah, that's 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 nearly a football yeah. team. Like that's that's a that's a lot of kids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what what did you do when you started the business? So even say pre-COVID, what yeah. did you do um, as far as getting the help was concerned? Did you use any 
any um government bodies did you do anything like that or did. I always say god we have a lot um to thank our local enterprise office so we reached out to them during covid um when the business was was doing really really well and we reached out more for mentoring and seeing what okay. was there yeah and we, got, we got phenomenal support so the first thing that they they kind of told us to do is um I think there was massive support behind these um online vouchers which you, we use then towards building a better website. So yeah. as I said, yeah. my the website, so then we could get somebody in to really um, give us a better website. So the trading online voucher we used first to um, build a better website. And then I think you were able to apply for a second one. And it was a really good move on our part. We, we um, connected with a digital marketing company. Amazing. So we use that uh, voucher then. And then, again, a priming grant to help us staff up when we moved into our first premises. And um, that priming grant went towards equipment and staff. And then when we moved out here um, into the big warehouse, um, we got an expansion grant to really help us with with everything. So bingo. And then, you know, that's great. There are grants. And it's, we, honestly, it was the biggest help for us in our business at that point. But there's so many other services we even use today. Yeah. The mentoring program and, yeah. you know, going into retail, we needed help and guidance yeah. there. And we were put in touch with some phenomenal uh, other women in business that really helped us and guide us through um, the best steps and how to do that. Love us. Love Fingal us. has been a massive, Fingal Enterprise Apples have been a massive support to us. Massive support. And what about, is there anything now looking back, you'd go, oh God, I wish I had done that differently. Or are you happy with the path you took? Or um, no, there's nothing I do differently. I, I don't think I've reached the point yet that I've had the time to reflect. Right. Um, we haven't really had a lot of downtime. So if there's anything, no, there's nothing I change. We kind of, again, I think a woman's gut instinct has a lot to be, um said for I think using my gut and um, has been you know a big part of it I think one of the things I said to you the day that we met it's great to get up and, and I suppose for anyone listening we met at the, on National uh, Women's Enterprise Day and I was on the panel there and it's fantastic and I love tr- my story to try and mm-hmm. inspire others which is other mothers you know I a very low confidence being at home you know I was at home for nine years before yeah. And my self-belief, you know, wasn't there and so forth. And I'm still growing that. And I, you know, I haven't been out there in the, the women's um kind of networking that long. Uh, but that being around other women is really helping me. Yeah. And that's all I want to do. I know with them events, it's about trying to inspire others to take that step. You, you know, Absolutely. you can do it. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Don't think that other people have everything together. And they're, you know, we don't. We're most of us are winging it all the time. Um, so yeah, no, there, there isn't anything that I can look back and say that I I, I would change. Yeah. yeah, it's difficult. But as I said, the thing that we spoke about that day, I think, was oh well and good. Let's get up and inspire people to get out. But no one really ever talks about the really difficult parts yeah. of starting and running a business on yeah. top of running a family and a household and everything yeah. because of that. We may make it look like it's seamless. Things can be things can be tough. Learned a lot of lessons over the last couple of years. A lot of lessons. So what was it, it, it? I suppose from if you're having an off day. So say if you're having like a day where you're like, oh for God's sakes, I just can't even yeah. face today. But you have orders to fill. You've you've yeah. the kids to look after. You've everything 
is, is still going on how, how do you face that day what, what do you say to yourself I've definitely reached days of overwhelming and again at one of these events one woman stood up and asked me straight out she said what makes you just not want to give up sometimes mm. and there are times when I have been so close to giving up really? trying to you know like everyone has in their life there are days that you get and you go I'm making no area of my life happy it's just so busy you yeah. know it'd be just easier if I gave up and stayed at home with the kids or easier if I just but I, I suppose and it really made me think that day and it was because we started this business with our kids very much involved right you never want to show them to give up you just never want to now again there are great days it's just it's it's never ending so just saying there what makes you not want to there are days that you don't you don't want to face you don't want to face any of it I suppose Mm -hmm. but you have to they're like there are days most days this week last week and the week before and there's certain periods of coming into the business where you're working 16 hours a day and you're working wow. seven days a week and it's just relentless. You get numb, you become numb and you, you know, there is just, it's owning your own business. You can't escape from busy times. And um, so what gets you through is knowing that the kids are watching me. We have a 19 year old and a 16 year old and they're very much involved in the business. And you just, you go home and they know you're tired and they're so supportive and, and wow. you're, you're doing it for them. You're doomed to show them, get up and get on. And one day, please God, you know, we'll see the rewards of all this hard work. Um, so what's what's a typical day for you then? What well, you, you're mentioning 16 hour days, like what? Ha- so coming into like this particular time of the year, it's it's relentless. So our busy periods are um start of September, so lead up to Christmas right up till then you've got valentine's day straight after and you've Mm. got mother's day so kind of till near on may so you're working really really busy now we prepare christmas we sign off on christmas kind of and june july and then we work on christmas through august um and then coming into these days so typical day is um we get up my husband will come down to work open up let the girls in here i will do the school runs um come home uh, drop them to school come to work the two of us would work here and then I will typically go and pick the kids up from school we've no childcare. pick so our youngest are twins they're six pick them up from school so then some days most days they come down here homework in the in the canteen and um they're here for most of the day then my husband will go back with them make them dinner then he'll come back in the evening. So we could be working till two or three o'clock in the morning between wow. the most times. It is relentless. There's been days in the very beginning when I said, you know, working from home when the business is really getting busy. And I spoke about this at one of the events in terms of wanting to give up and the resilience that you have to have having yeah. a business. Like I would go to bed at four in the morning. My husband was working at the time full time. And he, I would wake him up so I could get a few hours sleep and he'd get up and start packing orders until he went to work at half seven and then waking me back up again. Was And the twins were only two, two and a half. Then. Oh my gosh. But you know what? And like friends and people do ask you as well. I think when you're a mother, you learn very early on that you can't ever switch off. It's not like you can wake up and go, I don't want to do this today. Yeah, yeah. But I think the level of resilience is so high. Like I think we're such like... I think being a stay-at-home mom of five kids is probably the hardest job I will have ever had. Yeah, yeah. I'm going through now, there's de- you know, there's definitely tough days, but 
getting up every day through sickness and through everything. I think as mothers, we just, we learn that you just, you can't give up. You just can't give up. And do you do anything for you? Is there any... That is something I keep working on. I think it's bad treatment or walk or I don't know if I'm super sensitive to the subject, but I just because I do listen to a lot of podcasts here and work and in the evenings when I'm in here. And I it's something that there's massive emphasis on. So no, but I do know it's important. I do know the importance of it, but I'm just not there yet where I have the time to do it. Now, in saying that, in saying that, I did join the gym about a year and a half ago, and I do kind of go not properly as I should do I pay the membership but I don't always go I love it when I go yeah I find I as maybe like most people if I'm super busy it's probably the best time for me to go yeah but I'm so overwhelmed with that feeling in my chest that just doing another thing I need to get up and get into work yeah. to get them things done rather yeah. than taking time out so I'd love to walk and I'd love to do that but I'm just not there yet but yeah. I wasn't there and I do yeah. understand it's important I, I do love it. I love I love that attitude because you know you're going to get there because I mean yeah. that, that's the thing the business the, the I, I love the fact that you're so devoted to the business as well to, and to making it work and yeah. all of these things are, are are just it's all it's it's like having a child and the, oh and the lights at the end of the tunnel isn't it it's like 100%. you take things off this is like, a newborn baby we have at the moment yeah. the, things will get easier and yeah. um, yeah. you know we're still learning very much in this business every day now that you know going into retail there's so much to learn so yeah we're just nurturing a brand new baby right now I love it I love it it's a great attitude yeah and I I think I do genuinely believe the hard work pays off yeah you know that we put the time in and that it really pays off because COVID was amazing as a business for us you know because it was online and, and it was what a lot of people wanted um, but we really got, you know, a rude awakening uh, when shops opened back up and customer behavior changed. And yeah. we, like, you know, this was our, we invested so much into this at that point. Like, there's no choice. It's the same thing as having to get up every day and going to work. You have to get up and make this business work. Yeah. And if you put the work in, there are days when you think, God, when, when is the break going to come? But there are days, you know, you're, you start to see little areas of the business kind of go, well, because we've put so much hard work in there, that's why them results are coming in here. I love it. I love it. You have previously, actually, we've previously chatted about um, you being the face of the company and how you've kind of, you've struggled with that. Yeah. How, like what are you doing to overcome this and what how, how do you push yourself out there because I'm a big believer that you know people are like oh fake confidence and everything and actually it takes courage to face fake, fake that confidence what what have you done to, to get over as I said we joined a digital marketing company a couple of years back maybe about 18 months uh, back and one of their business biggest things at the time was you have to become the face of your business and um, Instagram at the time, we, you know, was a massive part of us and, you know, ad campaigns and everything else. But Instagram, they were very adamant that I become the face of the business. I am very shy, <laughs> quite awkward at times. Um, and I just wasn't interested, but it was a battle that I had going on for a long time. That okay. Oh, my God, I'm really holding my business back if I don't become the face of it. But then I started to say, the business is growing. Yeah, it's doing OK. Maybe I don't need to be. Why do I need to do that? Um, and then, interestingly enough, um, because we were with Leo Fingal and, the, you know, they have been so amazing to us. They invited me along in June to one of their women's enterprise days. 
and um, out in kettles and swords and, I was like, and again we were so busy how do I find the time out to do yeah. it I remember yeah. literally leaving 15 leaving the workshop 15 minutes before the event started and my anxiety in the car I just I felt I didn't belong the word entrepreneur I didn't feel you know applied to me I was so nervous you know and I walked in there and I just I met some of the most amazing women I sat down at a table and there was this amazing woman Barbara so Barbara and her mother were there and I started chatting away and I hadn't told my story you know my story of yeah. being a home mom and then starting the business and the kitchen and I had never really told my story to anyone didn't think it was that interesting didn't think it was anything anyone would even want to hear and we're sat at that table and Barbara and her mother and a few other women and they were so interested in my story and I was like oh okay and then myself and Barbara and her mother got talking that night and I went home and I thought god no you know a little bit of I do belong and I was inspired yeah. by other women there I feel like maybe my story inspired somebody else there as well yeah and a few weeks later Barbara had reached out to me and she was going to be running one of our first events with her sister Carol Ann and um they were running one of the events and um they they included me they said we think that your story will inspire others will you sit on a panel and I'm like yeah that's grand I couldn't the months coming up to that and I know it seems so silly to people but for me to put myself out there after years of being a stay-at-home mom I was so nervous yeah that event I had never what my brain done to me that day like the, it was honestly trying to compromise me I couldn't remember what I was meant to say again I got up and it was fine and just in the meantime the girls didn't know at the time but Fingal Leo had nominated me as their leading light and I was like oh god so to speak again at another panel event um on women's national national day that I was going how am I going to do these things so doing that second event I was much more comfortable so I suppose it's pushing yourself, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Completely out of your comfort zone. I am happy to be left here in the workshop and make and do and do whatever, but pushing myself out of my comfort zone. But going to that event back in the June and then doing them two events have taught me so much about myself. Yeah. You know? um, and again, it's helped me not look at every other business and every other women in business and just think, oh God, everyone else has their stuff together and everyone has a better story than me and you know I'm just not that you know it's so it really taught me that that's not the case and gave me a lot more self-belief but I wouldn't say I have massive self-belief do not get me wrong but I'm definitely on the road to believing in myself a little bit more and it is just about chipping away at that imposter syndrome and going yeah I do belong I've got a viable financially lucrative business um Harvey Norman want me there's other retailers that want me and it's 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 just believing your story because everybody else believes it as well exactly I don't know why we do it to ourselves I don't know why we think we're not good enough for that I think and I think we do it in in our personal lives and business and one of the things this comparison oh gosh yeah Yeah. you can do and you know any advice that's been given to me or any advice I give to someone else is I spent a long time going well, you know, our packaging's not there, you know, da, 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 da. we're not the same until I realized and I went, I don't want to be like them other brands. Yeah. I'm trying to find my own path and my own yeah. way. And this is who we are. We don't need to be like others. We don't need yeah. to be as good or, you know, everyone has the different perceptions of it. But yeah, comparing yourself in business to other businesses 
is really what holds you back for a long time and, and really makes you doubt everything you're doing. And that, if I was to advise any other business to just say, stop comparing, yes. stop comparing yourself to other people, stop comparing yourself to other businesses. Um, it, is the, it is the worst thing for your self-esteem to, to yes. constantly. And, and to be honest with you, one, one thing that I always try to teach women in business is that it's distracting. All it is, is just like they say, it's the thief of joy and absolutely 100% agree with that. But actually, it's just a huge distraction from what you want to do and where you want to go. The energy that takes out of what you could be doing and planning um, is massive. You know, looking up other people's numbers, looking up what other people are doing. Yeah. Spending that time. I think we all do it. Yeah. I think we all, or we've all done it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Biggest advice, stop. Stop doing it. Stop comparing yourself. You know, you are good enough. What you're doing is good enough. You know, everyone always says as well, you know, competition. There's competition everywhere. Oh God, yeah. You, it took me a long time to realize you, you know, what you do, who you are. You know, people, why, candles are everywhere. Yeah. Why do we have so many customers? Why do we have a massive successful customer rate? Why are we now in retail stores and so on? You know, it's it's you and your business and your ethics and where your story comes from. That's yeah. what makes you special. Don't always compare yourself to how your product looks against someone else's. Yeah. Um, people are into different things. So yeah, stop wasting your energy looking and comparing. You are good enough. And I'm yeah. really, that's definitely something that's come in the last 12 months with myself. And, and that's, and I, and I love that as well, because one of the biggest things that, um, people forget is that yet yeah, people buy from people and and they you know if, if you've got such a, you know a unique brand and yeah. but you can have a very generic brand and a very same um or product and yeah. it is about there is enough if you if you have that consistency like the way you're talking about the 16 hour days and everything like that if you have that consistency it doesn't matter, it, you know, and that's the thing that distraction about the comparison distraction does, because it just it just takes it away from that. If you are doing your 16 hour days, if you are speaking to other women, if you are true to your message and your ethics, yeah. then there's there there's space for everybody. So if you had 10 of 80s, yeah, there'd be space for everybody. If space you know, for everybody, yeah. I, I talk to a lot of other candle brands and a lot of other small businesses. And that's the one thing I'm always saying to like, we're all different in our own little ways, but I'm learning from each other. There's enough room for all of us. Yeah. There's, you know, you look at makeup brands and you look, you know, there's so much competition. Yeah. Candle brands, there's so much, there's so much for everybody. Every yeah. customer has a different way and people like to try different things. But yeah, I think people buy into you and who you are as yeah. well, you know, which I think is a big part of it. It takes a while to understand why anyone would want to, but you start to realize that people do, you know, and what okay. you're about. I think people love the idea, especially now um, of family run businesses. The fact that all of our products are hand poured, you yeah. know, in North County, Dublin. Um, and that it's run by a family and that it started from the home. The, people, the, you know, that's what people seem to like the idea of at the moment, which is amazing. And it started with the the waxes. Yeah. What What is your personal favorite product and your favorite fragrance in the business? That's an entrance, the one they're all like my babies. <laughs> the wax smell to me, Especially when we're talking to retailers and stuff at the minute, the wax mouth I don't think has had its moment yet. I think the wax mouth is a phenomenal product for five ninety five. You know, it's just economically, it's an amazing. You know, we find customers get our collection, so we've over forty fragrances and wax mouths, and we find they collect them. 
you know, depending on your mood, depending on what room you're in, you yeah. like, depend, you know, if you're going to clean, if you're going to sit and relax, depending. So our hero product and my favorite product to date is definitely our wax melts. And that it, it's about 80% of our business is our wax melts. A lot yeah. of businesses and a lot of people will think it's the candles. It's not, it's the wax melts. Yeah. So they, that would be my favorite. Um, my favorite fragrances, I'm definitely a Myrrh and Tonka girl. Um, okay. I'm definitely cozy, especially this time of year, cozy evenings. Uh, in the sitting room, the Myrrh and Tonka um, would be my favorite. In the kitchen, believe it or not, not our biggest seller, but one of my all-time favorites is Cucumber Ginger and Mint. Oh, love. In the kitchen, burning oh, Cucumber okay. Ginger and Mint. Yeah, oh, and oh. all the citrus, all the citrus, all the limes. All I love, the oh my yeah. God, I love. You know that um, that smell in if you if you have like chicken wings or you're on a plane and that's it oh yes, my god yes 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 yeah love it yeah. love absolutely. it absolutely bit of lemongrass people love a bit of lemongrass yeah absolutely um is there any other projects in the pipeline so what's next for the little wax company oh god um so as of last friday we launched in harvey normans and that was probably the most um pinch me moment that we've had uh and that it, it just happened organically and they were amazing to deal with and seeing how generous Harvey Norman were with this space mm. and everything they gave us but just seeing your product like that so like everything people think oh god you know they must really have their together because we only had our packaging pulled together right. for that so seeing it was such a busy time that we didn't even take a picture individual you know we went in and they were, that was the first time we'd really seen everything together. Yeah, yeah. All pulled together so, so quick. We are always working on new products. So um, we have loads of new products coming this year. And yeah, hopefully just employing more people. We yeah. need more people. So employ, uh, employing more people, launching new product. And yeah, rolling out more into nation, nationwide would be amazing into retail stores. It'd be Gee. great we can kind of have 80 20 at the minute it'd be great now to to get more into retail um you know and kind of change that balance up a little bit as well do you ever um just for the listeners my my background is air care um and obviously a call happens so often do you ever have to get rid of a product that you're like Beck, I thought that was going to do really well or have you always you yeah. can never, ever, ever call it. You can, I, I still get so passionate about products that yeah. I still have that moment. Like when I first started, when you first start a business, you can't sleep with the amount of thoughts going through your head, the excitement. It's yeah. just, I still get like that when a new product we're working. There's been products we've worked on and have to scratch. Yeah. Because, you know, they just didn't, it didn't work the way we wanted to be. And we'll just have to make that work later on. Yeah. But there's been definitely things that we launched, or especially fragrances. We launch fragrances quite often, and you go, oh, my God, this, this is going to be the one that everyone loves. And then it's not. You're right. always surprised. Right. And I just think, especially with fragrances, it's so particular. I laugh. We have a shop here in the warehouse. So we built a shop to the front of where the workshop and the warehouse is. And you get a lot of men in here. And they're in, oh, you know, and, it, it, trying, and they're like, can you choose the fragrance for my wife? Trying to choose a fragrance for yeah. someone yeah personal yeah it's such a personal thing so the, I would test a lot of fragrances um and we have to yeah the, the ones that I think are going to do phenomenal my favorite like lychee peony I've had to lychee peony has been with me 
since we nearly started and myself and the girls in the workshop are absolute all-time favorites I just never sold it mm. never translated it's and funny thing it is like it's like that my husband I'd be the I have the emotion side to the business my husband would be go it's not selling like no yeah. one is buying it so you have to let it go and move on I know and it's terrible because there is just and it's like there is just these buckets of fragrances and people want cool linen and you're like oh. <laughs> this oh my god I'm huge no it's, it's always it's always the case but yeah loads of exciting new products coming in the pipeline there's loads loads of places to go with it loads oh, places I love hearing that that's amazing and yeah. um, can we tell me something not a lot of people know about you is there any oh, these kind of questions I still don't know myself an awful lot I feel <laughs> um what do people an awful lot of people I am obsessed with true crime I'm in this workshop a lot on my own in the middle of an industrial estate at four o'clock in the morning and I'm in here listening to true crime. Oh gosh. And I tell you the reason for it. One, I, it's a weird obsession that I have, but it really gets you. So, you know, I wouldn't say I'm an overthinker, but when you're busy and you've loads on it, yeah. it's, it's the one thing that really helps me my mind escape from my own thoughts. Now, like, there's, there's self-care. That's the thing. You're, you're not. You're not even thinking that you're doing it. There you go. Look, well then, geez, I do a lot of that. Then I do. There's not a prime podcast out there. So no, I do. I do a lot of that. I do worry. It's probably a bit odd. But I. <laughs> but I but that's it the thing. I love that. I love that because now, because that's what I was. We, we were chatting about it um, earlier, and and obviously in the podcast about your self care, and sometimes it is yeah max in it yeah. it is kind of you know making you, you're doing your self-care while you're working you know that's... you do I think a lot of us and me especially I think oh god I need to take time out but yeah I think there are little elements that we find that we yeah. find here but yeah plenty of plenty of I, I love that that it takes your mind off what has to be done so it focuses it somewhere else I think yeah. that's really uh, good so too. many amazing podcasts out there and I listen to them you know again when I can but there's nothing like a true crime to really help you get out of your own thoughts that's like, really, honestly now there's, I then have to leave the workshop and walk <laughs> in through an industrial estate and <laughs> this is it this is my moment I'm gone it really like, I, like what I, happened to Amy Herbert <laughs> and, like I think my own story may be true crime one day you never know <laughs> At Corporate to Calm, we're all about uh, taking a risk and making a change to create your own happiness. As somebody that has done that, what would you say to uh, anybody listening that is is about to go, oh my God, I'm leaving my job or I'm going to go for a new job or I'm just going to change my life in some way? What would you say to them? We took the biggest risk. We're a family of seven and, you know, we left a really stable, financially stable situation. I wouldn't change that for the world. For anyone um, thinking of doing it, I think it's a strange one. I think it's easy. I'm a risk taker in personality. Yeah. I don't overthink a lot and I'm very grateful for that. Love it. Um, but I just, I genuinely think just as long as you're willing to work hard, I think you can do and make anything happen. There are going to be tough times. There are going to be some regrets. But I think as long as you are willing to work hard, and I, I just, I don't believe in staying in something you're really truly unhappy in yeah I don't think it's healthy for you mentally I don't think it's healthy for you physically we all have it in us to do something amazing whatever that is it doesn't you know have to be a big business it can be sometimes remember my accountant saying this at the very beginning 
we obviously went to a limited business quite quickly because the business grow and he answered sometimes you're better off just staying as a sole trader and work for yourself yeah. the overheads and everything that comes with big businesses you do, it doesn't have to be this massive yeah. thing that you have if it's a small business that's kind of running nicely for you or a sole trader my advice is always take it now maybe it's easy for me to say that but yeah I, I don't believe in being unhappy in what you do life is too short and I don't I always want to be a good role model to my kids in that sense as well yeah teach them to work hard and teach them you know to be happy in what they do yeah and um, it was a massive thing for my husband to leave his job to come yeah. and join this business yeah um but again we, we don't regret we we couldn't regret that he wasn't happy where he was yeah. what's the point of being unhappy you can find your own happiness and I'm not saying that it works for everyone but there's also look I always think when times are really hard and they have been in this business I often think look we're both employed so yeah. it doesn't work out just yeah. work out move on and we can and we can do something else so don't overthink it too much it's not yeah. long for death you know yeah, I love that that's a great message about something if you're really passionate about something and you're willing to give it everything you'll make it successful you will that's it um I love that message it's brilliant every week I do an either or um or every every episode I do an either or and um, I'm just going to go straight into uh tea or coffee oh tea oh tea can or user very straight all the way <laughs> oh gosh I was brought up a lion's girl, but I've been converted to Barry. <laughs> um, a candle or a diffuser? Oh, a candle. A summer or winter? Winter, massive mm. winter. Mm. Online or in store? Oh, online. I'm allergic to in store. Um, a bubbles or a bubble bath? Oh, bubble bath. Pine cone or mulled wine and berries? Oh, pine cone. That's another one, people. Oh, pine cone is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I, oh, my God. I, yeah. I worked I in hair care for years and yeah. we never got a pine cone sent right. And I would, oh, my God. And it's funny you say that. It's about getting it right. The amount of ones that I tested in that, because a lot of people associate pine with pine from your toilet cleaner. Yeah. Trying to explain to customers, our pine cone is nothing. No. Like that, it's that it, eucalyptus fresh smell that you that that note that you get right. towards the end pine cone all the way pine cone i'm going online to buy some now um, <laughs> actually talking about that where can people find you amy okay so we are online and um, www.thelittlewaxcompany.ie we are also now in three harvey norman shops so in swords airside <laughs> In Carrick Mines, and we are also Androhada as well. So we're in the entry stores. We do have a few other um, stockists around as well. So check the website out. So we're in Glasnevin, a lovely business called Polished, and there's a few other 1827 and Rush. So you can catch us in many places and hopefully in the Love future more. Many, and many. you're you're on you're on Instagram and on LinkedIn. Instagram as well. So Instagram at the Little Wax Co. Um, and we're on Facebook, the Little Wax Company as well. Love it. Love it. Amy, thank you so much for coming on the Corporate Camp podcast. I really appreciate that. That was amazing. Oh, you were amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Corporate Camp podcast please subscribe, leave a nice review. It really does make a difference. Or simply come back and listen to us next time. My name is Linda Monaghan, inspiring you to take that leap from corporate to CAM.